This is Under the Rocks. You have just entered into episode four's Death by Digital Zombie, a tale of VR's nasty bite. I have some crazy, awesome thoughts on how VR is going to ruin humanity. I definitely don't give humanity the benefit of the doubt, and we'll talk about that in just a second. Hi guys, welcome back. You're listening to Under the Rocks. This episode was sponsored by Narrow Path Plumbing. For all your water heater and softener needs, call 937-623-2619. So I'm going to start this episode by talking about Idiocracy. Have you guys seen this movie? I've heard about it. I don't think I've seen it. Okay, no. so the premise of the movie, and I'll just make it quick. You guys will want to see it. A really, really mediocre military guy gets frozen into the future and when he wakes up, he's one of the smartest person on earth. I know what movie you're talking about now. They water grass with Gatorade. Yep. Yeah. Electrolytes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so my whole yeah. thought process with VR and killing humanity is that we're just going to all get really dumb because we're going to control everything through VR. You're going to go to work, Ben, and you're going to be at home sitting in a chair connected to VR and you're just going to be doing work through your brain. But do I need to do that already for my job? Huh? <laughs> so, Okay. I work as a system administrator, mm-hmm. and what am I administering other than just computer systems? I don't need to go anywhere to do that. Do I really need to log in to some sort of visual interface to do what I could do on a screen already? So would you yeah, need but- to pay for a robot to sit in the spot that he's yeah. doing when he just can do it himself? Yeah. Oh, at home. I mean, at it's a, sli- a slightly flawed. I might be a flawed you, example. Ha- yeah, but do you have meetings? Yeah. Okay. Phone meetings. Y- y- oh, okay. I mean, you could do phone meetings. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just. But I'm I guess a, what I'm a Tom's flawed example. At. I mean, like, what about if you talk about Josh here? But there you look, go. There you well, go. There you I go. mean, let's to to elaborate. I think what a Tom is saying is, you could do your job without moving. You could sit there with a VR thing on. Your brain could do everything you would normally type, and everything you would normally do. And you're just sitting. There so is kinda, that. So we're kind of talking about. And you can eat Cheetos the whole time, like the the movie Surrogates. Yes. in a way. Yes, I've never yeah. seen. Well, that that's movie. in a whole VR world. Isn't that it? that is a uh, it's a Bruce Willis film, guys. So check it out. Uh, it's, it's about uh, the future. They've created these you know robots that everyone uses called surrogates. So you sit in a chair and you control it through virtual reality, essentially. And your robot goes. People have recluse themselves to live in their house and they never leave their house and they, they go live their lives as whatever they've chosen for this robot and, and they're, they're the most beautiful versions of, of themselves and all this kind of fun stuff and in the end what I don't know, they see, all die no, well, they, do you want to know the end of the story yes. I guess yes okay so it, so the end of the story is that there's essentially a virus put in the system and you can kill people by killing their surrogate really yeah see that that okay movies come true after time. <laughs> I'm just saying, this right here, whatever movie, Surrogate, I would, I need to see it because it's yeah. got my brain inside of it. And I do appreciate the assist, Eric, but I am thinking more of Josh sitting at home, sitting into a VR system, and he sends out his robot to be a plumber. Yeah, someone that would dig for me, someone that would fix something for me. That would me. be fantastic. I, I well, mean, that would be fantastic, <laughs> but how, how, how vegetative would we get? Gosh, man. That'd but be I mean, crazy. Well, if you're like in this chair that takes perfectly care of you, like what if you're like hooked up to where it's even feeding you and yeah, like the Matrix, mm-hmm. a care chair. Yeah, yeah, like the Matrix. You're sitting in, but the Matrix, you so. aren't fed or cared for at all. Yeah, I mean, you you're are. just no, well, you're yeah. not. Well, I mean, the robots are going by when you're and making in, sure. I want to talk about he, you, when you're in the tube when, before when you broke out. When you're sitting in the chair in the Matrix, the, there's, there might have an oh, IV the drip. Chair. Well, he's talking about yeah. after you break I'm out of the ta- Matrix. Oh. Uh, yeah, he's like you're, you're like covered before in the gotcha. you know, yeah. weird gotcha. egg thing that the you're in. The fluid. Uh, yeah. Okay. I get you. Like how it's like all hooked up to them. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you had a complete control over VR, Sam, what would be the first thing you'd want to do in VR? Jump out of a plane. I mean, go to the moon. 
soon. Go to this new Star Wars VR thing that they're doing in Disney next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to do. You, you do that in VR. Just talk about from home. <laughs> Go do to that. VR in the VR. <laughs> okay, so so that brings to another question: Will VR ever get to the point to where you can feel motion and 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 the five senses through this VR? Well, okay, so I know we're kind of leading towards it because I think we've all mentioned the book and soon to be movie Ready Player One, um, and they cover a lot of that concept, right? Ready Player One is a futuristic book um, in a society that is completely and totally falling apart. Like every single thing, the economy is falling apart, but the people don't know because they're living in this VR world. So they have what they call rigs and they actually basically get in these rigs and they plug themselves in. And the rigs can scale anywhere from you have controls you have to use to control your body to these other ones where it is a 300 or complete spherical revolution rig where you can flip yourself upside down like it's suspended in some kind of um, so it's a, some kind of suspension where you can move yourself in every direction the suit that you wear actually covers every single inch of your body and it has millions of little sensors so when you get somebody high fives you you feel that in your hand and when somebody you know so it has this whole interactive thing. But again, to go back to your point, Tom, the whole point is there's the world around them is completely crumbling. Like there's thousands of people living in the 40 story building in these tiny, tiny, tiny little rooms because some of the rigs even have the functionality to feed them. They go in the, the, in the, in the VR, they're marrying, having children, living out their lives and they never actually leave this room in their you know little apartment that's pretty crazy i think i might want to enjoy that for like a day i would want it for the immersive experience yeah but i would be terrified of what it would do to me if i let it become a normal thing i just watched a show on netflix people were downloading their conscience to the cloud wow what? and so yeah once before they would die they would download their conscience to the cloud so they could live on if they didn't believe in heaven or anything like that and uh, they would just have the perfect life in the cloud is this a thought process or is this actually happening <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> I don't, I'm what's kidding. the capacity of the human brain like the amount of data like you take all the computers in the entire world and one human brain has more capacity space that was the statistic i read not too long ago there is some uh, research being done uh, on sam's note about uh, people downloading their consciousness but a lot of that seems to from what i've read pull from their own social profiles and their online appearance so your online fingerprint i guess is probably more accurate how you might say things to other people on the internet or whatever and it basically puts it all together and uses machine learning a common term we're all familiar with at this point in time to uh create a person you know you essentially but uh there is a good netflix show uh, black mirror there's a good episode on uh, a service that's provided to people that want to live on after death, essentially, for their loved ones. It's pretty interesting. That's the one that I'm I, actually I talking sh- about. I really highly recommend that show. I, I can't, you know, it's a great show. I don't like that. He show. hates it. Oh, my gosh. I just finished it. The first two episodes are like... Yeah, the, the whole series is fantastic, and you don't have to watch them all in order because they're just, you know little hour-long segments, but okay. there is an episode on that, which is really interesting. So, here's my big question. Is VR hookers illegal? I think it's already a thing. It is already a thing. I mean, not hookers, but... Yeah, you don't even need a person when you talk VR. Content has been created for a lot of this. There is virtual reality games, you know, people have this hand sticks and whatever, they wave them around the room, they walk mm-hmm. around and all that kind of fun stuff. There's 
VR movies, you know, where you sit in a movie theater watching a movie, as weird as that is. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I guess maybe it gives you a bigger screen. But then there's also VR porn on that note. I mean, that exists. And then there are internet connected devices to do all sorts of crazy things. <laughs> yes, you're right. Yeah. You're right. People, other people to interact it. with you while you're interacting with virtual reality porn. Have, wow. you, have you guys heard of uh, where you can get in VR for like watching NFL or. Um, like racing or anything like what that. You, you can buy a ticket to put on a VR set to be at the game. So somebody's wearing a, a camera ticket, there or something? But, well, they just have a camera in the stands and then you just put the VR in. <laughs> I'm picturing going to a game with my brother down the road and next to me is just like this camera on a tripod. <laughs> <laughs> like the Segway tablet that rolls around the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has like mechanical arms and it's like, hello. I'd consider it if the cameras were on the player's helmets. That'd be that'd be cool. That would be, and cool. you could like see it from their point of view. Although yeah. I'd probably get motion sick. And- yeah. <laughs> well, the question is like, what if what if there's like some annoying fans? Or could you yell at them? <laughs> hey, quiet down back there. Just turn off the off switch, you know. <laughs> well, since it's a camera, it can have more than one person at it. Would you hear everybody from that camera or that's watching that camera talk? Yeah, that's, that's you just hear everybody like ah, that's sold as from a box this camera seat. over here. Yeah. <laughs> and can you look around, or is it just one view? I'm pretty sure it's 360. I, I, that's an interesting idea. I mean, I don't know well, if I want to pay. Idea. It's, I don't it's know if I w- done. Well, right. I, I just <laughs> yeah. don't know if I'd want to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you get pretty good camera angles on TV as it is with most sporting events nowadays. Mm-hmm. And they beat out going to a game in a lot of places other than just the experience of the game. So we'll get back to VR as far as the dark and the demeaning and the, honestly, I'm infatuated with the idea of, of the earth, the humanity just crumbling at immersing themselves into VR. Yeah. But I do see VR doctors and uh, VR school, college. I mean, you don't even have to go to, to high school if you didn't want to. You could just stay at home and, and connect VR and you just go through class. I mean, it's not Socially. much different than online learning as it is now. You can do all of your schooling online. Yeah. They so have, why couldn't they do that for high school? Instructor-led classes that have uh, video segments from the, the, the mm-hmm. instructor teaching whatnot. You know, y- you don't need VR for all that. But I mean, I, I see where you're going in a sense that if it does take off, which I mean, it's kind of doing what it's doing. But I mean, I don't. I haven't seen content enough content really to justify for it to really take off. Wouldn't I mean, I don't a, see mm-hmm. people getting into it for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours just to play another game, watch another movie, whatever it may be. But there are already stories of people getting into just regular old video games for hours and hours and hours and then dying. Yeah, but that's that's an addiction thing, you know, from people sitting around too long. You know, they they sit in a chair for twenty seven days and eat nothing but I mean, you know instead that- ramen. Wouldn't that create, like, technically, you saying the high school VR thing, wouldn't that make society even more socially awkward than we already are right now because of cell phones? I mean, yeah. I think it definitely would. Well, then, the problem with me is that a, a type of person like me, I, I like, I thrive off being around people and not, it's just crazy to think about because if you could trick the brain into thinking you're right there with somebody, but... You don't seem like you have that a lot, though. Well, that's because <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I see I see what you're saying though Josh I always need to be around a bunch of people too but what if you can be around those people in VR with with a robot that you're just controlling it has to be that realistic though like that I am that's that's where I'm getting at like how many years into the future to where it can get that realistic to where I feel like I'm sitting right next to you but with through through a computer generated I mean if I can feel touch and everything that's that's where I'm getting at then yes is that really because that's where because that is where 
I believe, where humanity just dies. Humanity just crumbles. If he can get that real, and how long would that be? How long until we're there is and what until, you're saying? Uh, yeah, how long until we're there? Oh, I, de- I definitely think it could be there someday. I mean, I'm going to take the, the other side of the argument and say that there's too much adventure seeking and uh, life living and humanity and, and people that they could find themselves choosing that over doing something real. Yeah. But I, I, again, don't, I don't think that it can be possible that it gets to the point that the whole world says, screw it, I'm going to do it this through a screen. Well, North well, Korea but, would be the one that doesn't, but you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, but let's again take it to the point where Tom was trying to argue with Sam is if it gets to a point where being in that feels real, then why go climb Everest when you can do it in VR? But I mean, and when you're halfway up and you got to, you know, go to work, you can take a break, you know, and I'm, no, I'm not saying yeah, no, there are going to be people. There are going to be people that are going to live outside of it. They're going to want to experience the real life. But how real is it if there's already millions of people with robots out there doing it all? Well, but again, <laughs> Tom, why do we even need robots? We don't need robots, but how cool would it be to sit in your chair and do the VR shopping at Kroger's and put it in your basket and bring it home? That's what he's click list for. List. <laughs> <laughs> what? Click list. You go oh, online, yeah. order what you want, and drive by and somebody brings it out to your car i just don't like stuff like that my point of view with that i think it'd be cool the exploration part maybe go and see something in outer space or somewhere in like a far off island where no one could get to or even like a superhero just flying around and feeling it like you're actually flying around i think it'd be cool and would i ever leave that i don't know <laughs> but uh but the thing is when i when i stop and i think about what makes life real i for me it's just being around people but you know the next generation or the next generation after that how much more tech driven will that be will they be after the people i mean if it gets to the point where like let's just say like it's hard to breathe outside or it just it's just rough or they want to make life more fun through getting away from this what what would that look like? That's a good point. Seen- what if what if the oxygen levels in are in Earth minus the implications of how the Earth would kind of just implode? But if there's no oxygen, people stay inside where there's oxygen fed rooms, and then they are VR. Have we seen Wally? I, I mean, I the, the premise of it is they're all living on this spaceship, stuck in just watching these screens while they wait for Earth to recover from a huge natural, well, huge disaster. I don't know if it's natural that ruined Earth, and they're waiting for the Earth to recover. But they've been doing this for hundreds of years mm-hmm. now, and they're all just vegetables really sitting in these chairs. <laughs> really fat. Yeah, yeah they're all, they're all fat. yeah, they're all huge and have like really tiny arms and legs. It's like it's where do they funny. get all the food? But no, to to give you guys something to think about, because this is something I've always pondered. When you talk about virtual reality, and again, getting to that level where it feels real, right? We already know through scientific research that the human brain has relatively incredible power over body, mm-hmm. right? There are people that can get themselves into a meditative state where they stop their heart or slow their brain processing down to the point where even on scans, it looks like they're dead. So you have people that have this amazing control over their body. So when we talk about VR, what happens when you die in VR if it is superbly convincing to your brain that you're dead? Or do they put in like Ready Player One did, where they have a safe switch thing in there, and when the game senses that your character in the VR world is about to die, it disconnects you. Interesting. Wow. Because that's something they thought about, is if your brain thinks you die, it could kill you. This will be the last thought of the show. If the digital world and the VR goes that far, how long until somebody uploads a virus with a zombie attack? Oh my gosh. Right? How awesome would that be? I mean, we would actually have the zombie apocalypse. Nothing about the zombie apocalypse now foretells that it's not going to happen to me. But I think that would tell our brains that this isn't real. 
I mean, how, would well, how do we know if we're that immersed into it by then? But that, so that, the zombie apocalypse, the virus that Tom talks about, what if they incorporate that virus to make you think you disconnected? Ooh. Now that would be crazy. Check us out at undertherocks.com for our latest blogs. Please uh, give us a listen on iTunes and be sure to keep up with us on Facebook and Twitter at Under the Rock Show, where you can see all of our latest comments, tweets, and give us some suggestions. <laughs> <laughs>